two, we one, go podcast right now. All right. Be funny, all of you. <laughs> okay, <we're laughs> recording right now. I'm recording. This. All right, that's I should probably keep my headphones in for a little bit. This episode, to... I'm staying quiet the whole time. <laughs> all right, listen. It's an art piece. We have a lot that we need to tell you anyway, so you need to shut up and be quiet, dude. Uh, shut up, <laughs> listener. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. I know you're used to talking through your podcast. <laughs> we uh, we have a lot to talk about this week. We uh, we're just talking about um how we used to just like hear about songs and like before you were able to just like look up songs you know what i mean and yeah like i was also thinking about like how back in the day i always just thought like venom was so cool <laughs> <laughs> but we never saw him <laughs> yeah but like i just just wanted to see venom and things i think that there's a lot of cool like i mean like gambit was another character like that but that was one of those like we had those like marvel cards and those dc cards and they just felt so valuable because i was just always able to just be able to look at an image of like venom <laughs> or beast because you couldn't, uh, you couldn't just google yeah i couldn't just google <laughs> you didn't have the internet yeah i couldn't just google an image i couldn't just look at anything like uh, man do you remember that website was it deviant art back in no it was, are you talking about build a hero or whatever it's called or what I, I know what you're talking about we should talk about that some but yes it was a website daniel hoskins showed it to us and it was just it fan art. art which is very but back in the day like when it was a beginning internet a little bit more pure like <laughs> I, I remember we got on there and I just like saved every single picture. Like, <laughs> I, I was that. like, oh my gosh, that, this picture is cool. Dude, this is that link cool. with a lightsaber? Dude, say Exactly. <laughs> like, so I just had like albums and albums and albums yep, of just that. pictures saved onto the PC. Dude, is that like, is that like Wolverine with like a Batman mask on? Dude, save that. <laughs> save we, exactly. we gotta keep that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> is that Dark Claw? Like, that, Batman makes Wolverine? Yeah, Dark Claw. <laughs> I think that that was, like, didn't they do that for a while? Wasn't isn't there like some like syndicate of comics that like mixed yeah. Yeah. heroes yeah. together? Okay. I have I have that comic book. I have Dark Claw. Is it Super Soldier? I think. It, yeah, Super yeah. Soldier or Super America or something. Yeah, Super, Super American. American. America, yeah. America Super man. America. Yeah. I have both of those comics, number ones. But yeah, <laughs> never never read beyond number ones. But yeah. That's so good. I was trying to just now, and I'm so bad at like coming up with something. We're going to sit here for 30 minutes and really quickly come up with the two worst superheroes <laughs> to combine. What would it be? Like, what would be the most worthless superhero? The like, worst power? Like, the or... two worst powers. Like, who's, like, the least powered person in Marvel? And then the least powered person in DC? And, like, making a comic about those two. All right. This is a good topic. We could definitely get some legs out of this one. <laughs> like... I mean, just think about mutants in general. Like, some mutant powers are just like, is that even a power? Like, Jubilee. Right, like, fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> unless, unless she can scale it up. I never knew if she could actually do that. If she can do, like, little poppers, or and then it's like, oh, I can actually do artillery shells, too. Stuff like that. But what if it was like uh, Colossus and Aquaman? So he could never because he, he would sink. He, 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 he would sink and also immediately rest. <laughs> That's like, true. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of or even or even an Aquaman and Jubilee. It's just like <laughs> human, no, human Torch, Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> you have to basically pick or choose right at this point. Exactly. That's true. Give me the wit of Hal Jordan and the wit of Deadpool, and I think we're good. <laughs> Ultimate a wit. Wait a second, right? Just Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> just, and I'll sit there and I'll say, this character is hilarious, bro. This character gets it. 
This character knows comedy. The real power? His mind. <laughs> Give me the maturity of Shazam and the uh, size of Ant-Man. Just a baby. <laughs> Just a child. I want the legs of Professor X and the arms of... Forge? <laughs> Forge. <laughs> That's a deep cut. What, what a Forge. Deep, the robot arms guy. <laughs> that guy that doesn't have arms. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I want his arms. What if you had like uh, Shadow Cat and Nightcrawler? So like what if you like powers you're like, ah, oh, I don't I don't have to use this one, but I feel like I need to. <laughs> like I can walk it's through true. walls, but I can also just teleport through the wall. It'd be like one of those things where you have like, you know, trying to think of what you'd it would use be. would you use one more than the other that's yeah, what i'm like, saying is like you'd eventually be like well i have so many so many like abilities like i feel like I, i'm wasting this one <laughs> yeah so then you just get to the point where like i guess you can use it to like get something out of the fridge yeah that's kind of nice that's kind of the nice thing about the x-men like it's like one power like it's <laughs> yeah. also i guess the bad thing too it's like they're very <laughs> limited like every other superpower or like superhero for the most part has like super strength they can fly they can do a bunch of stuff but x-men it's like you are blue <laughs> or, like, your, your power is that you are blue you can climb things <laughs> yeah. you are toad you you uh you can shoot a laser but it's not hot out of your eyes <laughs> it just is like a big punch it's like, it's like a laser punch and also you have like you you're you're kind of like a leader at this point you're describing my personality not my powers so uh poor cyclops everybody else is like you can charge throwing cards and you use a bow staff and uh, Cyclops you can shoot laser beams and he never he just opens his eyes one day and can never close them again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man what a raw deal for yeah, poor guy, Cyclops he does get a raw deal was, it, was any of us was Cyclops anybody's favorite no I feel like I tried so hard to like him after everybody hated him I was like now I have to like Cyclops because yeah. I have to be countercultural because everybody's like we have Wolverine dude Wolverine's awesome. And I was like, well, dang, now I have to like Cyclops. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, but I it's guess like I he's will. forced into this role. If he's you're a, a natural leader. born leader, you like uh, Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> like his leadership ability. Uh... <laughs> Hear me out, though, guys. <laughs> Mind of Juggernaut. <laughs> Body of a Doc Ock. I don't want the arms though. <laughs> what? The Alfred Molina body. I want the Alfred Molina body, and I want the mind of Joker. Not Alfred Molina, man. Like bring him back to the MCU. That yeah. dude is like one of my favorites. Yeah. I'm sticking love Alfred Molina. Yeah, and he was in great shape in Spider Man too. He doesn't need to work on no. it. At all. Him, him as Doc Ock and Snidely Whiplash. You know, classic moment. Anybody lose a roll of a hundred dollar bills? Because <laughs> wait, wait, what is he saying? Like? I mess it up because we found the. Of a band. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot about that yeah. line. I love that movie. That's so good. Spider-Man Two rules. <laughs> that part where they, uh, where they're in the hospital and he kills all those people with his arms. Pretty freaky, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty freaky. You wouldn't see that in the MCU days. No. no. You wouldn't see that in a Disney movie. <laughs> If he did that in the MCU, he would have been arrested. <laughs> 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 the doctor walks in. 
Guy, 911? No, yeah. you better stop this now. You are under arrest. Somebody pulls a gun on Doc Hawk, and he's like, you know what? You're right. Oh, you're right. He raises all six arms. Shouldn't have done that. They, My they handcuff three pairs of handcuffs on each. They lock them down. down the Give stairs. me your badge. Wait a second. Well, we went on this tangent because you were talking about music that you couldn't find. I know, like, for a while, like, I strictly bought music based off of the album art. And so I think that that has something to speak to it also. Because, like, aesthetics were, like, such a huge deal, um, like, back in the day. Like, even, like, DVD covers and stuff. Like, I wanted to watch them. Like, if we went to Leakers, like, our local grocery store, and we're going to go to, like, the video section to rent something... Like, I don't remember ever, like, reading the back of a box, but I definitely, like, was asking to rent movies based off of the artwork. Oh, that's a cool picture. <laughs> it's a cool picture. <laughs> I like pictures. Is that is that Wolverine <laughs> with the Batman mask on? No. <laughs> Get this movie. Um, but, like, even going, like, back in the day to FYE and, like, going to, like, the Christian metal section of FYE or whatever it was, yeah. I'd be like, oh, like... I'm going to buy this Demon Hunter album because yeah. it looks really cool. <laughs> and then I go like home and just telling myself, this is cool because it yeah. looks cool. <laughs> like, um, I don't know if it actually was, but it definitely told myself that. But it's weird like how, like I don't even think twice usually about album artwork anymore or anything like that. Yeah. Now it's just like, I don't know. That's just not how I look for things anymore. Sometimes it is like if I'm on iTunes and I'm like, you know, similar artists, this person. And I'm like, that looks dope. I'll look at that. It is. Kind of, it's definitely like a lost art. Like there's so many lazy album arts now. Like everything feels lazy. Like it's just like a, a picture of someone or like like the immediate one that comes to mind was the Jonas Brothers album cover that was last year. <laughs> and it's literally all three of them laying like on their stomachs next to a pool. And it's just like the, it really like made me angry. <laughs> I was like, you, this sucks. So like... I get pulled between the two things, and maybe Laz, you could probably chime in on this. Like, I like and not me. Okay. No, I guess you could. <laughs> Laven really doesn't listen to me. Laven, <laughs> you said that you wanted to be silent this time. I'm trying to respect your wishes. All right, all right. Uh, but no, maybe you can too, because you went to school for like film and stuff. But like, I get torn between like thinking the minimalist like logos are super cool and nice, and like having dead space and everything is great. But also. Like, I look back to, like, the old Pepsi and Mountain Dew, ugly, ugly, ugly 90s stuff, or, like, the ugly 90s NBA stuff, and I'm like, okay, I kind of miss that a lot. Like, how do you, like, <laughs> see it as somebody who collects vintage stuff? Like, <laughs> um, It's just all, it has to be tastefully done. I like busy stuff, but it has to be, like, tasteful. That's really all there is to it. It's like, so funny how there's, like, a fine line, though, yeah. of, like, busy good and busy awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, with, like, t-shirts, I mean, like, if something's, like, an all-over print, t-shirt it's like you look 12 when you wear it (laughs) so it's just like i have some all over print shirts that i'm just like this is tastefully done i can wear this without looking too much like a child but like yeah um and also it's just like a tie to nostalgia either way like if if it makes you feel nostalgia i feel like it doesn't really matter how busy or how like crazy something is and that's with art in general i think like album covers yeah because, like, if I look at the Jonas Brothers cover and it's them by the pool, I don't feel nostalgia towards them. I just feel like they're rich and, like, they have <laughs> a better rich. life than me. Exactly. So. I want to be by that pool. I want to be hanging out with those boys. <laughs> it's funny. The, the, when I think of, like, cool album covers, the very first one that came to mind was Blindside about a burning <laughs> Dude, fire. The fire. Yeah. Yeah, the, the glow kid fire. The glow. Yeah. What a concept. <laughs> yeah. Just like, say, whoa. Okay. Blindside. <laughs> Nobody cares about me talking about this, but like Blindside 
is one of the most hilarious bands to think about because it's like if you like listen to their music, you're like, dude, like this is like this weird Swedish like Christian rock band. But if you listen, like actually read their lyrics, they make no sense. It's just like I <laughs> thought Christian. about, I, I, well, or just like I thought about fire burning in the sky. I thought about love burning in your eyes. That's like literally the whole yeah. song. And then that's like another song where it's just like like their their songs are like. Two inches deep, but they just sound so cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's so it just cracks me up. Are they Swedish? Is that what they were? I think they are. That then honestly, it almost makes sense. It's yeah. like their first English written album. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought about a burning fire. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about a fire burning in your eyes. <laughs> I wish they sang like that. That like and they sing their English. Dude, the kid <laughs> with like the fireball though. That was like yeah. my background picture on Zanga for a long time. Yeah, because that. That dude, that album ruled. It ruled. Oh. You know, the song really holds up that we were. I remember hearing when we were on our way back from Colorado last this past week. So long by DC Talk. Yeah, that song holds up like so well. It's dude. so good. A lot of their stuff does. Like I, that's what I was listening to. Like a couple nights ago, I was just going through like. I went through a bunch of DC Talk, and then I went through a bunch of Newsboys, then some Audio Adrenaline. But, like, I feel like a lot of early 2000s, late 90s, uh, like, Christian music actually holds up, like, it a does. lot. Of, like, really well. Like, yeah. they feel I, like they're the real bands. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like, I can compare it to, like, the bands I listen to currently, and I'm just like, eh, it's, not, it's, not, it's not that off. <laughs> no. Like, it's really not. No. It's, it's like almost a lot of those bands might have grown up on that type exactly. of stuff. Exactly. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, is Vampire, are his Newsboys as good as Vampire Weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Reliant K, Vampire Weekend. Yeah. Not too far off. Almost in the same stratosphere. Well, yeah. And unfortunately, like, I don't want to get into, like, the tinfoil hat of, like, uh, contemporary Christian music is just, like, garbage now. But, like, it is very, like, synthesized. Like, it's, yeah. it's to the point where it's, like, they know exactly what formula they need to do to get radio play. And that's okay. Like, they're making, they're making music. They're making money to put you know, food on their family's plate. So I get that. But like, it does kind of stink that like, you have to like, actually like, like look underground, like to find, not underground, but you know what I mean? Like you have to kind of find the independent artists that are doing their own thing that aren't getting played on air one or whatever you have at your local K-Love station, whatever K-Love. Yeah. Well, a minute ago, you guys, like Laz said something about nostalgia and I just wanted to throw out there that Laz right now is wearing a hat that I hate him for wearing because I want it so badly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, so awesome. Me and Lucas, actually I've talked to every, every all two, other all two, two brothers <laughs> except for Levi about this, yeah. but he you should tell yeah. how, about it and Expl- how you got okay. it. Explain. Yeah. Let's, yeah. We, can t- t- we can do a whole segment about this. Okay, so I'm wearing a backward, back, backwards backward hat. Back, hat. Backyard baseball hat. It's, um, What's that get, team? This is the melons. The melons. Melon heads. Yeah. But it's the melon heads. It's the part of the franchise Humongous Entertainment, and it's just like <laughs> a super important franchise to us. But I've been like hunting for anything Humongous Entertainment, like apparel from the '90s and early 2000s for like a really, really long time. And I finally found the hat, a hat or anything. I only know of one other person that has like two T-shirts related to the franchise. But yeah, I was super hyped to find it, and I. Is that on eBay? It was on Depop. On Depop. Like I have my notifications on eBay, so when anything Humongous Entertainment gets posted, I get like to look, and there's never anything. But I was just randomly searching on Depop to see if they had anything, and they happened to have this hat. But yeah, so had it like just been posted posted, when you got it? It had been posted like for six days, which is like a pretty long time for yeah, dude. That, but it's so niche, like. 
I don't know. It, I just don't think there's very much in existence. Like yeah. you had to order from the website, I think, to get stuff. And at that time, I don't think you really ordered stuff from the internet. Like it's like yeah. generally, it's like Homestar Runner gear. Like yeah. back in the day, like getting a Trogdor shirt, like was so like yeah, you had to jump through hoops and bounds, and then just, people started making their own and stuff. So. Yeah, things just didn't exist. But yeah, I'm on. I uh, there's one. I've seen a putt putt shirt, which I would love to have. Mm-hmm. I've seen a pajama Sam. I, that's the thing I haven't seen. I haven't seen Pajama Sam and I haven't seen Spy Fox, which are like yeah. the two I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen one that has like Freddy Fat, Fish, Freddy Fish, Fatty Bear, Putt Putt. What's the the bug? And Bugsy. Uh, Bugsy. Bugsy. Yeah, it has Bugsy. Bugsy on it too. But none of the none of the stuff I've seen has Spy Fox or uh, Pajama Sam. Well, those games were made for the older kids. Yeah, the so. older kids, right? <laughs> and also the thing is like finding a T-shirt and like an extra large from that time. There's no way, like that's true. Because like, yeah. how, what adult is buying? <laughs> that's with a lot of cartoon stuff in the '90s. It's, yeah. it's like, how many adults are buying t-shirts? They literally didn't even Brendan make Stimpy them. Shirts yeah. or You're really just hoping for a big kid. Big kid, yeah. <laughs> Come on, big kids. Get, get yourself a shirt. I. Uh... Oh man, what was I going to say? I totally blanked out for a second. Oh, I was just going to talk about how, like, the reason I feel like, I mean, Humongous Entertainment Games were, like, super important for us because, like, that was video games. Yeah. Like, we didn't, yeah. I mean, we had a Super Nintendo, but, like, we were, I mean, it's not like we were, like, stunted in the sense of, like, what video games we could play because we had friends with systems and stuff, but, like, Humongous Games was, like, a huge part of us, like, going to Sam's Clubs with Mom, like, going shopping and going to the computer section and being like, well, Mom, <laughs> yeah. it looks like there's a new uh, Putt-Putt game out. <laughs> Putt-Putt visits the zoo this time, and I think it's really important for us to know what happens, like, <laughs> what things happen in Putt-Putt land. And for me, like, the backyard sports games are, like, the epitome of, like, perfect, like, kids' games. Yeah. Like, it's for sports especially, like... I've talked about this and gushed about it for a lot, but like Backyard Football 2002 might be the best football game ever created. <laughs> and it's like so hilarious for me to say that, but like just that, it, and it's such a time capsule of, of the era that it's in, like especially like the sports games like that have the professionals in it. Like the reason we love like that era of like 2001 to 2003 in baseball is because like backyard baseball taught us right. who Raul Mondesi was, or Barry Bonds, or Kenny Lofton, or Kurt Schilling, for for that matter. Junior like, Seau. We wouldn't have known who any of those dudes like were. Yeah, Junior Seau in football, Javon Curse. Like, I I assumed like like a personality for those people based off of their characters. Yeah. And so like when I played backyard baseball and selected Randy Johnson as my pitcher, and he was like this like weird dude hey i just guys. yeah hey, yeah that's me randy johnson it's like in my head i was like well that's officially randy johnson now so i would watch him like yeah. pitch on a saturday afternoon watching tv i was like yeah me and randy like i have an attachment to him now but yeah. it just stinks that like the mechanics of that game have just like gone out the window because i man i hey if anybody out there has connections to, to the uh info game guys or humongous Put those things on iOS mm-hmm. and Please. put them back with their old mechanics because dang, those were yeah. I know Putt Putt got to put on like you can yeah. put on an iPod and yeah, iPad, they put Spy Fox different. on there too. Yeah, yeah. it's just different playing on a computer. I feel like yeah. yeah. Also, I remember, sorry, go ahead, dude. Like one thing that I want to get <laughs> somehow have is like the soundtrack for all the games, but also like just like when you click a character on like uh, backyard and it's like Ocarina Con and like it's the background music. Just like all that stuff, ding, ding, yeah. Ding, all that needs ding, to be archived ding, somewhere ding, if it's not ding, ready. Yeah. Like, but you go ahead. 
Uh, I was just thinking, do you guys remember when we got Backyard Baseball, like, for the Wii or something yeah. like that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I did remember. And it sucked. Yeah. yeah. It was, it's like, good. terrible. I remember it was David Ortiz was the cover yeah. of that right. one. But, yeah, you're right, dude. It's crazy how much we form connections to those early players. Like, and, like, even, like, we would pick the team the exact same every time. Right. You know? <laughs> it was, like... Pablo always first. <laughs> right. Pablo Sanchez always first. Yep. Ken Griffey. Ken Griffey Jr. You gotta get him. Ken Griffey, Sammy Sosa, Mike Piazza, Coward Green Jr. No Marco Ciapara. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Shortstop. Uh, I always got and hurt then... to pitch because like he wasn't as slow as Randy right. Johnson. Or Frank Thomas. I got Frank Thomas. I'm Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas. Big hurt. Frank Thomas. Famous MLB pitcher. Wait a second. Not at all. Those stats. We got. I want. I almost want to like interview someone about that game and right. just be like, "Why? <laughs> why <laughs> stats? Yeah, what was the point of this?" I'm sure. Like they were like, "So Frank, did you like? What did you play as a kid?" He's probably like, "Oh, I was a pitcher." And they're like, "Okay." He's like, "Yeah, make me a good pitcher." He's like <laughs> the best pitcher in the game. He's like Randy. so good. And like, <laughs> it's so funny. But like, I don't know. Like we could talk about this game for a long time um, if we want to go deep on it. But like, think about just like how like culturally ahead of its time it was i mean we still hear to this day like women shouldn't be commentators on sports but like sunny day was the commentator and she was a woman of color (laughs) and she was a girl obviously like commentating on sports and like you learn to love sunny like she's super fun and then like all the characters in it you have people of all types of backgrounds you have kids in the game from every ethnicity um you have kids with disabilities and you have yeah. kids that like come off like you know like they you know have disabilities or whatever it may be um, yeah. i don't know it's just really cool like how far ahead of its time it was and like that's still like the game did not suffer at all it was enhanced it felt like these are your neighborhood kids and so yeah i don't know i've talked about this a lot i told laban one time i wanted to, if i was ever to do like a deep dive video essay captain christian style and spend like a year working on it it would be about backyard sports <laughs> like Dude, because there's a lot there there's so much to like archive but then i think the ringer actually put out that huge article about it like a couple years ago Hmm. and i was like this does a pretty good job i don't think i need to do anything so if you're ever interested in learning more about backyard sports and just like the the wonderful cultural impact it had in the 90s go look up that article just call me yeah just call one of us just Just call call one of us yeah well i'll talk about it and you can uh you can actually still play the games you have to kind of you know work your way around some things but uh Beth Massey has all the discs. We have all the discs. <laughs> we have all the discs and we will not share them. <laughs> all right, let's talk. Our lineup in like the original game would have been like Pablo and uh, then Amir or Ahmed. But Keisha, usually, dude, Keisha rules. Yeah, Keisha. Like, but like every one of, game. Usually one of the brothers would get picked. Right. Like the other well, team if would you have to pick player. one, you have to pick the other because that's one part, cool part of the game, about the game is like if they're siblings, they enhance their stats. Or would right. it, it would be worse if you had Aquaman and Amir on your team because Aquaman would bully Amir, but the sisters <laughs> you'd true. want together. Yeah, uh, Sydney uh, and Sydney. Sydney. Right. If you have Aquaman because Amir's stats go yeah, down, Aquaman's go, go up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aquaman like can hit even better than before. Right. Amir can't. Play Amir, no, he's like, like Amir can. It gets better, but he gets horrible at pitching because he's uh, like, okay. I guess the pressure's on because yeah, Aquaman's out there. Aquaman's watching. Aquaman's like, oh, you can't pitch. Oh, you're right, brother. <laughs> Let's so, play yeah. the rock, rock on. <laughs> Let's rock on. The twins are really good together every time. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, dude, it's such a good game. I like I broke that game, so I started playing it like a year ago on my laptop because I was able to like kind of rig it up to play it, and like 
I don't know, dude. I was like, okay, maybe this game is easier than I remember. Because I was playing it on hard mode, and I won, like, multiple games by, like, 50 runs. <laughs> so, oh, my like, God. It's, like, it's incredibly easy once you've got to figure out the mechanics. I won't lie. I also figured out that a lot of our lineups that we used to run with as kids were trash. <laughs> like, oh, but, I bet. I but, bet. <laughs> you know what? You just have to pick Mike Piazza. I mean, even Mike though he's not very good in the even game. Even though he has, like, a 3 out of 10 on running. <laughs> like, that game is, is all so about... Slow. That game is literally all about speed. Like, if you have fast players... You could just But also people. if I can hit it out of the park every time. Right. Yes. <laughs> Which is kind of my plan. hit home run yeah. once every 30 hits yeah. or something. This is like nobody cares about me talking about it. I don't care. But, uh, so we, we I've been wanting to talk about this for a long I time. I just like that Laban has said three things so far. I feel so bad yeah. for you right now, Laban. Yeah, I'll just come in with the jokes every once in a while. Laban, what is your first gaming memory that you have? Hmm. For, like even watching us game or first gaming memory of you playing games? It's probably Becker baseball but yeah. also like i used to play putt putt a lot i could be putt putt beats the zoo in like like seven minutes <laughs> i was so fast speed i was speed You're running escape like so fast the reason we like those games so much is because we could beat them yeah you know? like we all had very any, short <laughs> yeah dude any but, super nintendo we were sick of dying in all the other games yeah, yeah. like we, we could not be any super nintendo game any no. nes like six like we didn't ever beat Donkey Kong, I don't think, 64. <laughs> like, you guys made it really far in Donkey Kong 64. Like, dude, I but. have a memory. Like, like we went to Danny Barry's house, and we watched him beat Star Wars Episode One on PlayStation, and, like, it was, like, a revelation to me that you could actually beat video <laughs> games. <laughs> yeah. It's so sad. Yeah. Like, it just speaks to our just total incompetence. Like, <laughs> like, I remember when I beat, like, Mario. I think I remember, like, waking Laban up to be like, hey, dude. I beat it. I beat it today. Or I think I specifically remember that time. And I remember telling you guys when I figured out how to do the, the Hondukin in oh, Street Fighter. Yeah. I was like, guys, I read it. I read the booklet. I figured it out. I could do a fireball now. And it would take me like eight tries just to get it. I mean, it was so Better funny. Better than us. Like, hey, stop, stop trying to attack me. I have to do the Hondukin. <laughs> literally like making fire for the first time. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, that probably did have something to do with it. It's like, these are the games we can actually win. Like, yeah. we can click through it, and we can make Definitely. it happen. I think another thing is, like, those games, even though it's one player, since it's, like, kind of a video or, like, a movie at the like same time, cartoon. cartoon, you could, like, if Lucas was playing it, I'd be fine with just, like, sitting there and watching play it. Yeah. So, like, I feel like I can remember, like, all of us gathered around the computer at <laughs> once just <laughs> if we were doing a Let's Play. <laughs> and really just, was. like, Levi or somebody was playing it. And it was, like, so entertaining because you could literally click on anything click on, on anything, the screen yeah. and, like, a little ca- character would pop out. <laughs> click or, it again. Like, the pencil, <laughs> would, <laughs> the pencil would come alive and then another pencil would come out and, like, be like, what? <laughs> like, be like, what's going on? I'm a pencil. Yeah. Or, I, think- I mean, I, the one I'm thinking of immediately is Pajama Sam, the first yeah. one when he goes into the kitchen. And like everything sings in the kitchen, yeah. like, and they all the stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. well, there's that so room, awesome. and there's the room where they're all dancing, and whatever you walk in, <laughs> they, they all stop, stop dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Furniture. Yeah. Do, do. <laughs> I remember that song like yeah. exactly in my head. It's crazy. I was thinking about the uh, go fish against the bull on the first Spy Fox, and he's oh, no, like, "It's a uh, pig. It's, it's a pig. pig." He's yeah, like, "Do you have pig. any 
boss. He starts sweating, <laughs> winning. He starts losing. <laughs> I would like. Would uh, you like to wager some trinkets? <laughs> we can do. Let's play for that. It was so nice. Like it was perfect too, because it would change every time you would play. Like no. a new campaign, like type of game. But because yeah, if you don't, if it, it mostly in the Spy Fox, but if you don't click something at a certain time, you don't get like a secret the good part ending. level. Yeah, or yeah. Not, you get the, I forgot about the, that. You they you still that's win, right. but you, you gotta don't, go off the ramp or yeah, something. Yeah, but like you that. get the medal that's like not the giant dude flexing. It's like a wimpy dude flexing. <laughs> I used to like playing Bugsy too, but I never realized that it was like no point to it. <laughs> it's like the so baby when, version so, of Bugsy. Uh, when do we win? <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? I'm gonna keep feeding this horse a carrot. Let's check out the farm. That's kind of how Fisher Price was, or not Fisher. What was it? What were those games called? Jumpstart? Jumpstart. They're like conning you into learning. Yeah. <laughs> How dare they? That's messed up. That one, like, Jumpstart third grade where you're like the robot, Botley, and you're yeah. like, oh, whatever. Is that what it is? No, I can't remember. Yeah. And, like, you're trying to go back in time. Very high concept for a children's game. Like, yeah. you go to this, like, mansion that's futuristic that this little girl, like, tortures you in. <laughs> you have to go back in time and save, like, history. Those ones were really cool. Yeah. Like, I would like to try. I, I'm also thinking of Clue Finders. Those ones were really cool, too. But those always felt like I was watching Hannah play those. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. I remember like watching Hannah play a lot of games. I also remember like back in the day, Hannah and I would like play backyard baseball. And like for some reason, we like had made an agreement like we were going to have a season. She did all the pitching and I did all the hitting. And I was like, Looking back up, that I'm like, wow, what a waste of time. Because <laughs> there'd be times where we like, she'd be like pitching during an inning, and then it would be my turn to bat, and then mom would be like, well, guys, time to go to church. So we'd hit the space bar, which paused it, yeah. and like the screen would stay on, and we would literally leave, and I would come back, and I would like finish the inning. <laughs> and in my head, I was like, this is gonna be a home run no matter what because Keisha's been charging up this whole time. <laughs> like in my head, that was the logic that I had. So like, I was like, it's gonna be good. <sighs> Can I bring up something super random? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So like Wednesday nights, I just was thinking about this. Do you guys remember the Lucas? Maybe it might have only been you. Like, do you remember the do the funky groove? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I just was thinking about dumb games <laughs> like the other day that we would play because we were like <laughs> like just stupid kids. Like we used to play this game for Royal Rangers, which was like our Wednesday night like kids program and. Like, it was literally just tag. But when you were it, you had to say, do the funky groovy <laughs> chicken and walk weird. really weird. <laughs> like, like a super do the creepo. funky groovy chicken. I don't know. I just was remembering about those those grand old times. Yeah. I don't want this to necessarily just be a nostalgia pod, but I just was thinking about that. And I had to get it out there in the open. That if you come up to me and say, do the funky groovy chicken and then tag me, I will say it back to you and tag you. <laughs> I, when we were in Colorado, I was talking to Laz and them about... Um, when we were at the Lions Park and the old guy used to drive around with one ear. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it was really hard for me to, like, tell the story because I felt like we sounded terrible. But anyway, but I just couldn't, like... So basically, we used to go over to this park, Lions Park, and this guy used to drive around and he had one ear, apparently, but I don't even remember actually actually, seeing him. He had one leg, too. Apparently. I don't remember any one arm, too, or one eye. (laughs) And it really <laughs> sounds like sound the old podcast. One eye, one, one ear, ear, one leg. <laughs> <laughs> one what else, guys? You know what I'm one, about. One, one eye, one ear, one heart can't lose. That's how it goes, right? But, yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this guy, he had one ear, one leg, and he would just drive around Lions Park all the time. And it felt like so significant. 
like that he would just drive around the park all the time to us and we would just see him every Wednesday night when we would go over there during Royal Rangers and stuff. And then it just started freaking us out. Like, I don't even, I barely remember it actually, except for like getting all the bats. <laughs> and us being waiting, like, I was waiting for this part of the story. Yeah, right? I was getting all the bats and being like, we're going to do it. We're going to get, we're not going to let this happen. And Devin Blackwell crying about it. And that's pretty much the only things I remember. You probably remember more. You should, I can like, give you a little bit of context. And so. Basically, this this guy who was older, he would come and park at the park whenever we were over there, um, and it it got like I feel like we were kind of getting like there was some gaslighting happening from our leaders because I would hear like rumblings like that guy's weird and he's like keeps coming over here and parking and watching the guys play and it's kind of creepy and this was like the early two thousands so there wasn't like that sense of like I don't know like we weren't as afraid to be outside yeah. back then as like now I am as a father I'm like everybody is dangerous like i'm telling my kids like don't talk to strangers and right. like be nice but like this is a pre-9-11 world everyone. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah maybe i don't actually know no. like, it probably was close yeah. um, like this is probably like well maybe it might be like it could have really been yeah know. maybe it was wild um, september 10th crazy one day yeah <laughs> the day before uh, but yeah it got to the point where like and i remember at one time there i don't know if it was him or a different guy like came and like sat on the equipment and like one of our leaders was like hey sir can we help you and the guy like kind of was in a in a weird way was like I just love watching the children and like that's what he said and like I remember like I love watching the children and like okay okay worst, worst our best case scenario I mean kind of like a nice guy who just wants to see the playground that his tax dollars paid for get played on you know worst case scenario way bad like yeah, way, yeah. way 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 bad um, and so like we were told like hey if you see that Crown Victoria that that tan like boxy car. Or whatever of it was, course. like pull up to the park, like you need to leave. And, like we just kept getting told that, and so as kids, you're like getting terrified. Like there's like a bad guy, there's like a real boogeyman. I remember one time, like we were walking over there, and that's what happened. Like he pulled up, and like I feel like we all went back to the church. And I remember once again, I believe Danny Barry, like grabbing a baseball bat and being like, "We'll kill him!" <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, "Now I understand why Danny wins, <laughs> wins video games. He's got that killer instinct. He's a real gamer. <laughs> he's a real gamer boy." Uh, but I yeah I think we all had bats I don't know it was like I gave my head like we all have bats and we're all like putting like black under our eyes to like be like warriors or something I don't know uh, but nothing became of that and I actually I know this is gonna like t- this is going to add to like the lore of this story I'm pretty sure that dude passed away and like they wrote in the paper like an editorial about he was like a veteran and like one of the ways that like he was able to like peace his mind was to like go watch kids play at the park. Oh, <laughs> no. so, like, I don't know if that's totally true, but I remember like hearing about that later and feeling like, wow. <laughs> like, yeah, we were gonna brain that guy. <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> yeah. Which uh, I don't know if that's the same guy or if that's the same story, but I remember like somebody from the church that we grew up at being like, Oh, we found out about that man, he passed away. And turns out he like was a veteran and like fought for our country and uh, lost you know, limbs, and, and he just loved going to the park because that was the one place where he could just see peace and so could see, like, in the, like, see what he fought for, the innocence of children being able to, to play. And I'm the dirty Who's killing Just hit his windows break. <laughs> so looking back on it, it's like, uh... <laughs> 
maybe maybe we should take things a little bit more. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's just really funny. That's hilarious. It that was happened. really intense. It felt so intense at that moment. It was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It was an actual e-villain. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, for sure. That's Sandlot how it should end it. He's blind. Yeah. <laughs> We're taking all the baseballs. <laughs> He's got so much cool stuff in here. <laughs> yeah, that's modern day Sandlot. No, modern day Sandlot, they cyberbully him online. So they <laughs> he throws the ball over. <laughs> Give us our ball back. <laughs> You're old. Cancel him. Cancel him. <laughs> this guy's a big dog, dude. <laughs> they find out, you know, James Earl Jones, he's part of QAnon. So they, just, right. they, they bully him. He's the, he's the voice. He is Q. <laughs> so they bully him. Man, who would be like the funniest person to find out is Q? Like, would it be like, uh, what's Randy Quaid? <laughs> like, he probably is Q. He probably yeah, is. He's definitely one of Q. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what would be like the funniest like what if it is Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, Tom Hanks. Tom. It is the Hollywood elite. They are all cute. <laughs> trying to think, Tony Danza. Tony Danza would really be funny. great. In the same vein, like a like a Wayne Brady. <laughs> no. Wayne Brady. Just have it all the Who's, who's Line guys. People. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Who's Line Alliance. Who's Line is it anyway? Yeah. There line. you go, dude. That would be such a great thing. That's like, the, well, they were they were really improving the whole, <laughs> the whole lore. So. The whole lore was just improv. The, that's the whole why lore. Q is so good at this. Yeah, it's just them. Like, oh, why? 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 Dang. If you actually read all of QAnon's tweets, they read like the Irish jigs. <laughs> oh, the president is a good guy. He's killing all the bad guys. Yeah, they read as if they're doing an improv song. Wayne Brady's leading it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Whose line is it anyway? Who's Class was watching yeah, a little we bit. We were watching a little bit of that. Like, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. Me and Kinsey were watching. We were it. watching like, like uh, compilation clips. Literally, I was like, we were, it was right before we were. We were like about to go to bed. It was just like I kind of just want to watch a little something because we had just watched a movie. With Lucas. Take the edge and, off. Yeah, we, and I was just like, I just want to watch like something, anything. So then I went to Hughes Line and I watched like five minutes of it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> but then we watched some compilations on YouTube. But. Five times when Ryan Styles had the perfect line and scenes from a hat. <laughs> five all, times yeah. where Ryan owned Who's Line. <laughs> He's when he old. owned Drew. I looked it up. He's old. Yeah. It's like yeah. A, like 70s. You know who else I just looked up to see how old they were? Maury Povich. How old is that guy? He's like over 80 years old. Yeah. Oh my god! And gosh. he's still doing the show. Daily? I think so. That's the only thing keeping him going. It's wow. him and Larry King the same way. <laughs> I know Jerry's not. He is, They took his show away. Jerry, Jerry Springer. Springer. Yeah. He's, guy. <laughs> Dude, I was thinking about the Steve Wilco show. That you show was that? weird. Steve Wilco's, it was like he used to be. Jerry's bodyguard. Yeah. It was just like Jerry Springer, but a bald, angry guy, like yeah. yelling. But at he you. was doing like the same type of work as Dr. Phil, but he was just Pretty much like scared straight version. Yeah. But he was just like, he was not good at like moderating the no. conflict. Yeah. He would just yell louder. It was almost like Dana White yeah. or something. Like, He's like, you guys should stop fighting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to go to break now. He's like, always oh, stressed. Like, well, I don't yeah. think Jerry was gonna deal with conflict. That, I felt that like show was not about 
No, it like, wasn't. But Jerry like literally would just be like a mouse, and he would just like walk around the set <laughs> while they're fighting. <laughs> like, yes, yes, continue. Bat the flames. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, wasn't it like all paid actors like to do the show? I'm pretty I sure. Know, I'm pretty know. sure Maury was kind of more like real people, and then Jerry was just like fake people. Maury but, feels real every single time. Yeah, there's no <laughs> way that you could act that good. Except all those people deserve Oscars. Well, <laughs> well, it's, I think the interviews beforehand are scripted because I was watching. Maury yeah. like a couple nights ago too and it's just like every time they come on for the interview I feel like they're fed a little bit of lines or like you need to act this certain way because every single time my boyfriend <laughs> like every time it's never like someone's ever calm like they're always screaming at the screen my like, dad we said can't I can't hear play you. yeah we can't <laughs> play louder <laughs> louder <laughs> my dad said I can't play video games I'll show him by taking away his favorite pre kicks <laughs> 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 you are the father. We knew that already. That was that was we knew that part. You are the father. You're not a good one, Kim. Maury did have the redeeming quality about that show. It's like every few months you tune in to watch Maury, and he'd have the animals on <laughs> here and there. You're like, okay, cool. Yeah. I will say, I think part of the reason the way I am today is because, like, every day after school, I would tune on <laughs> Maury. <laughs> well, I mean, like it. It was. It was like authentic cringe humor. I mean, exactly. you were basically watching Tim and Eric, but in like real life. That's true. I mean, like you really yeah. were. Like, and so it's you can see how things like that shape, like the comedy that we have now. I mean, like Nathan for you and, exactly, and Tim and yeah. Eric are like, and Eric Andre, all of them are like just imitating it's super those outrageous. types of shows. Like those people exist. Let's mm. like, let's actually make comedy instead of just like a circus about them. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I don't know. We used to watch so much daytime. I mean, it's so many people had daytime TV shows too, like interview shows. Like, I mean, even Tony Danza, callback. <laughs> he had a show. Wayne Bridge. And he, I mean, honestly, Ellen took the dancing gimmick from Tony Danza. Oh, for like, sure. Tony used to come out like saucy. Lucas is doing some real good dancing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always dancing on this podcast so nobody can ever see it. Earlier, when you were like turning over to show us how the Jonas Brothers were on their album, I was like, I wish that they could see this. Yeah. <laughs> they could see Lucas really putting all of his effort into the bit right now. Yeah. <laughs> Let me show you exactly how the Jonas Brothers were live yeah. <laughs> by their pool. The Tony had a show. Rosie O'Donnell had a really mm. popular show. Jeff Probst had a show for a while. The oh, Jeff yeah. Show. Hey, what's he doing these days? He hasn't yeah. done anything in a while. No. <laughs> he's broke. He, he's moved back home. He's in Wichita. He's here. I wonder if he'll survive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my. Oh, interesting. <laughs> should we uh, Should we cover the Ellen controversy? Should we speak out in yeah, support of Ellen? Did anybody, show of hands, who, uh, who didn't think that Ellen was probably a jerk in real life? Looks like there's no hands going so up. So we right all now. thought that she was probably a jerk. <laughs> it's kind of ironic. I always thought she'd be a nice person, considering her name is Ellen the Generous. <laughs> <laughs> more like that she'd be more giving. Uh, I think it's more like Ellen Degenerate. Yeah, Ellen Degenerate. Oh yeah, uh, that's an original thing that I came up with. <laughs> it's not something I saw on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> Ellen literally wouldn't let Portia leave the house to is film that... Arrested Development. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Allegedly. That's just a story that I've put in my mind. Let's just say allegedly. Like, really if you watched that last season, like every scene that Portia is in is clearly on a green screen or clearly yeah. not in the room or she has a bag on her head literally or if you look like, behind her you could see Ellen looking at <laughs> <laughs> and Ellen's looking at her watch going like how long is she's gonna gotta, I gotta get back to the set I gotta yeah, dance like, I got some celebrities to scare <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Drew. I have to go bite the head off and enter. <laughs> yeah, that's something that always confused me is whenever like this has happened like the last five years or so, but whenever somebody goes viral on like Twitter or anything like that, it's like, get him on Alan. And I'm like, if I ever went viral, please keep me as far as you can away from Alan. <laughs> I do not want to go on Alan. Like, who is that one guy, um, the hot guy from Target? Alex from Target. Alex, yeah, from, Alex Target. from Target. Oh man, he's been about? recirculating because people are like, with the mask mandate, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, this guy was checking me out. He told me I was an idiot for wearing a mask. Alex from Target. It's so funny, dude. Like that picture is hilarious. Like, it's just a normal <laughs> so looking normal guy. That is not wow. hot. <laughs> Who took this picture? He was, this guy is so hot. I do remember. That was definitely like a heel turn in meme cultures when yeah. like you were able to go viral just by like a picture like that. Like that was something new. Yeah. Alex from Target, you saw it. Yeah, Alex from Target. That almost must have been like. Some psyop like QAnon. Yeah, Alex is Q. Alex is Q. Like that must have been some target campaign or something with yeah, Alan. That's true. Like, I mean, looking back, that's crazy. I mean, that's definitely my conspiracy said, brain. Alan wanted money from Target. Target needed. Uh, the opportunity to advertise. They take a little picture. Ellen sends it out to her people. They blow it up. Target gets money. Um, Hot Alex gets money. Hot, <laughs> Ellen, Hot Alex. Yes. Hot Alex. Who's seen well, him since then? Yeah, his name wasn't even. Would Alex. you say that? Would you say that? <laughs> is Brad? Brad. Would you say the same thing about the white vans meme? About vans, like remember that, Dan yeah. Daniel? Oh yeah, yeah damn Daniel. Back at it. That kind of. That felt like dumb enough to be real to me. I think it was real, but also like Vans was like, oh, let's go. Oh, that's perfect for that. Like, yeah, yeah. Because honestly, I do remember a lot of people were like, when I that was like, I want to say it was like 2014, 2015. I remember going to Zoomies at that time and then being like, I overhearing like the uh, employees working like, yeah, all sold out of white Vans. I'm like, what the? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like, it's crazy. And yeah. that's why Trump's banning TikTok. Good. <laughs> For good reason. Yeah. Get rid of the, the new thing that's making everybody Trump buy. decides what's cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> not TikTok, not, not Vine. Okay? Uh, We're all going to be dressing like Trump. <laughs> Everyone, red tie. You go to, you go to Zoomies, they're like, literally all of our red ties. <laughs> all red ties are they're all sold out. Sold out. <laughs> <laughs> and the weird thing was, is like, these ties, they're like 10 foot long. <laughs> <And> <laughs> There's a piece of tape on the back of them. Yeah. Remember they that conspiracy? The they have tape to stick to his yeah. dress shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I love that video of Trump from like a couple months ago when he's like leaving the plane. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. It's like the most human I've ever seen that Well, that's guy. how everyone, like pe- boomers share that, that picture on Facebook. They're like... He's given everything for this country for <laughs> the last four years. Look at how exhausted he looks. I'm like, uh, he signed up for this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that or then I'm like, well, I walk like that even when I haven't given up everything. <laughs> yeah. country. Like, I walk like that after a long day of regular work. So. This guy hasn't slept in four years. <laughs> <laughs> He's so tired. It's funny. I mean. Compared to how Obama looked after his first four years, Trump looks pretty good. I That's true. Yeah, That's still true. got the hair, yeah. still got the bronze, his completely natural tan. <laughs> 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 
Still looking pretty good. Sharp, sharp as a tack. I do have some other. I do have some other random notes. If you guys want to just talk about something real quick, um, how cool is Code Red? <laughs> I was thinking about that a few Code days Red ago. Is awesome, how, a, isn't it? The it's, coolest it's soda. It's the coolest soda. It's easily it's the, the coolest. best name. By far the best Mountain Dew, taste wise. I think too. Oh. I think it's better than normal Mountain Dew. I think so too. I'm glad I finally was able to chime in on one of these combos. Well, it's it's the OG like uh, alternative Mountain Dew, right? Because like then yeah. it went crazy. We had like uh, Livewire or whatever. Gaming, like, yeah, yeah, gaming. Li- well, Livewire was like the orange one, and then it was just like, here you go, here's a trillion. Different there was Mountain like Dew. literally a like so pur- purple flavor that it was black. Like, remember was that? it pitch black? Pitch black, yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> I forgot about pitch black. Well, there was like a whole campaign. Well, there yeah. was the one where they were doing like three, and you had to vote for whichever one you liked yeah. most. Yeah. And voltage, vo- voltage won. Yeah, and it was not voltage. that good. <laughs> no, compared to the others, Code Red and Rainbow Mountain Dew are like the two best. Probably. So it, Mountain Dew is Baja obviously Blast. first. Yeah, Baja Blast, and then Code Red was the first or first like alter or maybe Baja Blast was. No, Code Red was. was I remember having Code Red in like two thousand two. Like when did Baja Blast come out? Baja Blast, I feel like. It, I and don't remember Siri. Baja Blast <laughs> until 2010. And, Siri, and Baja Blast was, it still is only Taco, Taco Bell exclusive, exclusive, right? Yeah. You can get it at like convenience, like not convenience stores, but like Dollar General, Dollar Tree, you can get yeah. it there. But like, And then, okay, so yeah. it went Mountain, or Code Red, Livewire, Baja Blast, and then probably the three after that. Three campaign, yeah. 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 Voltage was Voltage the victorious. Was, yeah. But then there was also, I feel like they eventually made Orange Mountain Dew just literally called Gamer Fuel. Didn't yeah. they have Mountain Gamer Dew Gamer Fuel? Mm-hmm. Which was just like... <laughs> but then they also had Vault. Like, Vault the drink? That was, that was Coke, though. They it made was? that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, was that that was, was Coke's, good. That man. was Coke's response to Mountain Dew. They're like, we got to get in on this Dew game. Yeah. Huh. We got in early on Vault. Vault was good. <laughs> Very early on Vault. <laughs> and then it died. Vault's gone now. All right, guys. Here we go. Code Red, 2001. Baja Blast, 2000, 2004. See, so wow. they're pretty close. Did, do you, still, you, there any other did it say what the oh, name here, of three Sorry, are? I just like Googled those two. I remember I should, have said it, I should have did like a... Uh, the full a, list. Yeah, so, let's do a full timeline. Guy, we, so let's uh, write that down, Laban. We need to do a Ken Burns documentary on the Mountain Dew <laughs> and on the Humongous Entertainment Games. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, once we get those two done, we can move on to other projects. So... I loved Code Red and like yeah, I mean Baja Blast is still delicious. I still like it's really hard for me not to get that when I go to Taco Bell. And the name was perfect because it was like do you want a Mountain Dew? And you were like, Well, let me think, how do I feel? I'm pretty tired. No, this is a code red situation. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what I was thinking about when yeah. you were telling me. Like, oh my gosh, like no. Code red. I can't. A, a Mountain Dew will not do. This <laughs> I is might a code, code red. <laughs> yeah. We we got some code red while we were out of town. Nice. Like code red. They have yeah. it at Casey's. It's Fountain, I think. In, Ooh, at Casey's, dang, yeah. dude. Well, they have it at Quick Trip too. I have, I have a recipe. At I feel Quick like Trip I do. <laughs> I do too. I have like a rooster booster limeade that I make. But like, I feel like I just coined a phrase on accident. Like it's Fountain. Like, oh, like it's dude, fountain. they got code dude. red over at Casey's. It's Fountain. It's Fountain. <laughs> dude, dude do, they have, do they sell a Pepsi at Casey's? It's Fountain. <laughs> Something about code red reminds me of Wheat State, too, for some reason. Like, I don't yeah. know what it is. Wheat State used to have a flavor of pop called Dr. Pop, I think, is what, or something like that. It was like... Chris used to buy you Dr. Pop yeah. back in the day. Like, yeah, and it was... Uh, I feel like the Yoders oh, just no, no, had no. it. It was Slice. It was called Dr. Slice. 
but it was like Dr. Cherry Slice. It was all these weird mixtures together. It was like one of the best pops I've ever had in my life. It was very mm-hmm. Shasta type tasting, like mix it <laughs> up, just like. like just throwing things at the wall, like do like a black cherry Dr. Pepper mix and call it our own thing. <laughs> like, Literally we'll, just taking the other pots yeah, and mixing exactly. them together. We have a big cauldron and like a big stew, like they'll never know. And they make zero profit. Like, they sell for the exact same price. Oh, I, think, I think they had Code Red just in the machine I at think camp right. too. I think, I, those machines, I always think of like going to camp too, and like kids always first day be like, "Can I go get a pop?" Can I go get a pop? It's always like yeah. the first question, like, no. uh, "What's a pop scene gonna be open?" Exactly, as soon as no. they get there, it's like, uh, like not right now. No, as soon as you pull off your bus or your van and right out to the gym, they have the the um the pop machine. The pop machine. <laughs> I need to get this going. Let's go. Can I get some quarters? Never worked. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime they ask me when the pop stand's going to be open, I always say, you talking about the snack shack? <laughs> snack shack. <laughs> That's the cool way to say pop stand. Snack shack. Okay. Should well, we wrap up? No, let's do it. All right. Well, I think it's about that time for us to uh, bow our heads, clo- close our eyes, and uh, wish this podcast good night. And so we want to really quickly say thank you to Thane Coleman for uh, the use of the theme song that we use. Uh, the Travel Guide's new album um, is incredible, so please go listen to it and, and enjoy some local Wichita artists and give Thane some love. Um, personally, message him and say, this has changed my life. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he would just really love that. Also, yeah. Thane's a good follow on social media. He's pretty funny. I don't want to give him anxiety, so I will stop talking about it. <laughs> so, um, anything else that you guys need to, to plug? I would like to plug that COVID will end. Mr. President, <laughs> if you're listening to this, please end it. Please. Uh, Push the free. no more COVID button. Um, that's it. That's it. I'll plug um, the Krusty Brothers. Go listen to them. Uh, we were listening to one of their songs the other day, and we realized me and Laz are the only people that have been listening to that song in, on Spotify. Probably, so yeah. If you go to Spotify, if you go to... This is a quick little tangent. If you go to Spotify on like your desktop, you can see where music is being listened to. So like, if you go to the Krusty Brothers page, you'll go click on it and be like Chicago, two hundred listeners. Then some a bunch of random like Dallas or those, and then on the very bottom of their top five, two in Wichita, Kansas, and it's been me and Lucas probably for the past ten years. It's a really old song. <laughs> it's a really old song. Is that yeah. On the shelf. Yeah. Yeah. On the yeah. Shelf. yeah. Seth showed it to us. Yeah. And Levi, if he listens to now. Yeah. <laughs> On the Spotify. Yeah, but. so go look up On the Shelf by the Krusty Brothers and listen to it. It's a good song. But yeah, yeah good I'll song. plug that song. Right and, on. And Thane, of course, too. <laughs> but, most, but mostly the Krusty Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> All right. Laban, any plugs? Subscribe to Digital Rewind. Yeah. <laughs> you got plug. any new videos coming out soon? By the new, time people listen to this, it might be like already out. Yeah, I am working on a video right now. I'm writing it up right now. So Can you give us a, a taste? Uh, it's yeah. going to be a new series called Movie Mistakes. And the first mistake, I've been the only one that's been able to find it. So you got any one-liners? Ooh, What's dang. a good line? Good line is, where did he go? <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be great. I can't wait to see you deliver that yep. in the script. All right. Well, hey, stay safe out there. Stay healthy. Make good choices. Good night, podcast. Good night. Good night.